0: Yo bro. What are you eating?
1: Uh nothing. I'm podcasting today so I fast. No way. <laughs> I usually don't eat anything when we podcast.
0: When when do you eat? I don't. At all today?
1: I mean, I have some stuff so I mean I'll go grab like a thing of chips or whatever but No dude, this is this is more important than food.
0: You don't like hork down a a sandwich and just a few seconds. or I mean, so?
1: typically yes, but this one I'm, I have to heat it up. So, um, so I'll probably just be eating chips and a granola bar today, but that's okay.
0: Mm. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's like ninety-five plus degrees outside. Are you inside?
1: Yeah, we're inside. That's nice. Yep, that's good. So, I'm just I'm just baking in the van outside podcast. So no AC. nope
0: it'll it'll be a good story when we make it you're good to share the story if you roasting in a van that's how we made it that was the the early days um what's on your brain i just don't
1: i just don't want you to hear like the the ac going in the background maybe maybe it might not be that bad maybe i might try it
0: yeah i don't know i don't know if i'd hear it or not
1: can you hear that i just started the van
0: nope All right, cool. Then we're going to be golden. All right. We got, uh, let's see, we're going to do our freezing cold hot takes, right? Absolutely. And uh, all right. Not very freezing cold considering it's 95 degrees. I've iced coffee though. Yep. Do you got anything iced? Iced? Nope.
1: Hmm. I got nothing. I got my V8 though.
0: Okay. You have AC on though.
1: I do have I do have AC on. It is a little hot right now because it just turned the, the van just turned on. So uh, we'll we'll see how this goes.
0: <laughs> All right. Um, before we jump into it, um, I don't know how long it's going to take for me to get through mine, but I had a few things that I wanted to just quick mention, um, just to kind of quick talk about or whatever. I guess things on my mind, yep. quote unquote. Um, and then if yep. you have something, which I think you have something, unless you don't remember. Um, I'll bring it up to you as far as things on your mind. Um, but number one would be DJ Reed. Uh, I don't know if you saw the quote from DJ Reed, uh, cornerback for the New York jets. Um, but he said, I think it was yesterday or two days ago. Um, he was in a press conference and was asked about the jets defense and whatnot. And he said, quote, I am very confident. I think we have the potential to be the best defense in the NFL. Honestly, I think we can be historic. Not just the best defense in the league, but I think we can be historic, a historic defense like the 85-86 Bears and the Legion of Boom in 2013. Mm-hmm. I think we could be dominant if we can just put all things together. Is what this guy isn't said. It, well, go ahead.
1: Isn't that most teams? If we can put it all together, we could be really good. Yeah. Like, Couldn't everybody say that?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think you can make a case for any team in the league winning the super bowl if you truly if wanted you to together. yeah if everything got put together and and you know even adding on to that things falling apart for other teams um yep. you know like again the chiefs if patrick mahomes goes down suddenly it's a whole lot more conceivable to see the raiders make a run into the playoffs and things like that you know what i mean but right you can't predict any of that stuff at this time of year so but I wanted to bring that up because, again, and we've talked about this before, I'm not trying to be a Jets hater, but this just feels very, very similar to what, 2007? Is that what it was? The Eagles, Vince Young,
1: uh, yep.
0: all of it. I know we've talked about this a time and I don't mean to keep <laughs> on bringing it up, but it just feels like every time we podcast, there's something new about these Jets where it's like, oh yeah, yep, this is, this is going down the same path here. And, and, and last time it didn't end so well.
1: Sure. I also think, I mean, with Reed, he's, he also has a part in the team. Vince Young never had a part in the team. Yeah. Like that. I mean, I hate, I hate reliving those. You keep bringing that up, man. It brings me back to some terrible times. Oh, it's great. Um,
0: I I loved it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But Hey, I mean, with sauce Gardner on the other side and, and what Quentin was it? Quentin Williams in the middle. I mean, Quinn
0: Quinnen Williams. Yep.
1: Yeah. I mean, they, I don't, I, I don't think it's going to be historic defense. Absolutely not. I think they're going to be really good, mm-hmm. but not historic.
0: Yeah. They should yeah. be historic again on paper. They look good, but so do the Forty diners, So do the Steelers, yep. so do the Cowboys. Um, a lot of these teams look really good on paper. And again, if everything does go well, then sure. I guess in some crazy world, it can become historic like that, but yep you know, they didn't even make the playoffs last year, you know, like, no, I, I don't yeah, know. It's I, a wait it's a wait and see.
1: They're a wait and see
0: team. Yeah, for sure. But again, it's so. the quotes that are happening before, just like that Eagles team, it was a wait and see team, you know, and like th- that was fine, but it ended up not working out. And I just think that all of these big time quotes, all these big time expectations in the city of New York, um, it's I think uh, setting what up I, for I,
1: but at the same time, I mean, like, I was on that bandwagon, too. Like, I hated Vince Young saying that. But, like, in that moment, I was like, dude, we got a great team. Mm-hmm. Like, I can see us doing really well. And, I mean, and it hyped us. As, as a fan, I was hyped for that season. And then they completely imploded. So, he's hyping, up, he's hyping up the fans as well. They're getting, they're getting excited. And, I mean, every team needs some excitement to start. Right. Because somewhere in there, there's going to be some teams that are going to implode and go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, it's the first, first week of the season, everybody's O and O. And, uh, but I think calling yourself a historic defense, whenever, like last year, you weren't, you weren't, you were a good defense, really good defense, but weren't historic. I don't think you can, I, I don't know. I, no. I think it's going too far.
0: And I don't think the defense got any better, right? It's just that it's just the the offense in theory got better, which means that they should stay on the field longer and therefore make the defense better in that way. Um, Sure. But again, on paper totally looks like it could happen. I, you know, I'm not debating that. It's just feels eerily similar. Um, So we'll see Um, anything on your mind.
1: Anything on my mind. Uh, Are we talking about NFL or anything else?
0: Anything you want.
1: How about them Colorado Buffaloes? I
0: man? knew you, I knew you were going there. <laughs> the
1: the color—I knew that's what you were looking for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I I am very intrigued with the Colorado University um, this team with Deion Sanders. Like I think it is a lot hyping up Deion Sanders this much, but hey, like last year they were a dumpster fire of a the team. They won one game. They were one in eleven. I saw a stat last year that they had two receivers that had a hundred yards in a game. That's it, all season long. And like, you bring in Deion Sanders, like, uh, universities, and colleges need that that shift. Mm-hmm. And I think he he was that shift for this team. Um, yes, it's one. They and so they went out and they played TCU this weekend. It ranked fifteen and beat them by three. Um, Shire Sanders. Deion Sanders' son had 510 yards passing, four touchdowns. Mm -hmm. And there were four players that had over 100 yards receiving. So they already blew that stat out of the water. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, but it is a lot of hype. And I'm like, to me, it's exciting. Like the, besides, you know, Georgia and your Alabama, like this is an exciting like college football story. And I don't think there's many college football stories that are exciting right now. Yeah, like, all you're looking for are upsets, and that's it. And but this, you can actually jump on a team, a band. Like I'm gonna ab- I'm gonna in this team. Like I'm gonna ride with them because I mean I'm not a huge like if I had to pick a team, it would be Penn State. But I'm not a huge huge college like NFLs where it's at for me. Mm-hmm. But like this story, Colorado story, just is super interesting. Just seeing him go from the HBCU uh, college, Jackson State. Basically, bringing his whole team with him and making uh, making some noise. So yeah, obviously it's one game. They have Nebraska and they have another team. I don't know who they play, but then we talked about it. I think was it last night that they have Oregon and UCF or USC coming up. Yep. So that's going to be their tests. And but I think I think they like they sold out all their like literally all their season tickets are sold out. Like they're bringing football back. To Colorado, even though I mean it's been one game, but if you feel it's a different energy there. I just say I didn't go to Colorado, so I don't know what their actual energy is. But I just think it's it's super interesting what's going on.
0: Yeah, and I think that you're right in the sense of like they're turning it around and whatnot. I think that I am not the reason I brought this up because I know we're on sort of opposite sides here, not very strongly. I know that you're really interested in the sure. team. I think that this sure. is. I think this is uh, the country has been without football for what, five months. And and now we have something to talk about and we are going to blow it out of proportion. And this is, I I felt I did not like seeing the celebration that the Colorado team had after, um, after winning this game, although they did beat TCU and they were played in the national championship last year. I get all that. It's a good team. Um, But I just it felt very Minnesota Timberwolves playing tournament ish, Um, and where it was a celebration after one game that meant essentially nothing if you know if they didn't do much with the rest of the season. And so um, again, definitely a huge accomplishment, you know, with a big upset and whatnot, with you know upsetting a ranked opponent and being a twenty point underdog, twenty one point underdog, whatever it was, Um, Mm -hmm. and and that's awesome. But I didn't like that. I didn't like the. Uh, look at me, you know, whatever by Deion Sanders and even what he did with Ed Warder um, in the post game presser where it was like, you know, do you believe now? And like, didn't even take his question and like the disrespect and sort of the arrogance that kind of comes out of it. I'm like, yeah, I'm not for that. If you were like nine and oh pushing for a college playoff and like saying, do you believe now? And all that stuff after, you know, running through the whole season, then, okay, I think it's a bit arrogant, but I think you've earned that. Um, but I think now it's like, okay, let's pump the brakes here a little bit. Um, yeah. and so that, that's, I can, that's I can see,
1: yeah, I can see that. That's for sure. Yeah. But I think also like they went into it and everybody completely righted them off in everything that they were going to do. And like, I think on the very first week you kind of showed like, Hey, like yeah. we, we can be, we are something, we can be something. Don't just throw us under the water. Yep. Um, but I understand like the arrogant like it comes off arrogant. I understand that. Yeah. Um, but there, I think, like, within the celebration, I think a lot of that, yeah, it felt Timberwolvesy. But at the same time, Colorado has not been there before, right? <laughs> like at the same time, like they haven't. Yeah, and it's I guess that's say. where you look at. Sure, that's where you look at. I mean, well, if you look at Minnesota, Pat Bev I believe, has been there before, and he needed to pump the brakes a little bit on. Yeah,
0: that. yeah, he was
1: the one that kind of went a little bit overboard there, but. Anyway, but yeah, like you said, literally we've had no football for five months and we have foot, we have the NFL starting next week or tomorrow. Sorry, tomorrow. What am I talking about tomorrow? And it's probably going to go away. So we just maybe not, it won't, it won't be as overhyped as it is now, but I mean, because everybody loves the NFL over college.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I like, uh, you mentioned also about they don't have captains on their team.
1: Yes. Yeah, they don't have so they don't have captains. I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming this was Deion Sanders, but they have leaders. You see on their their jerseys, L for leaders, and then D for dogs. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. I've never seen that before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I I'm not quite like I don't know how they determine. I want to go back and like kind of read what read why, but why they put a dog on certain people, leaders on the other. Like I'm guessing dogs mean like this is. A hungry player, but are yeah. they all hungry? I don't know. But I thought that was really interesting.
0: Yeah, I thought so too. Um, good deal. Well, let's jump into our frozen hot takes, and right. uh, not an ice bath or anything like that. But we're gonna give them to you sure. anyway. Um, probably by the time that this episode goes out, it'll be kickoff day, um, and we'll have the Chiefs yeah. and Lion being set to play. Chiefs and Lions being oh, yeah. set to play. Um so would you like to begin with your number 1 we'll uh, go back and forth
1: Sure Sure So my basically all three of my uh frozen hot takes are actually with the NFC East Um that was all unintentional but uh my first one is Dak Prescott will be benched sometime this season and Trey Lance will get a start because oh. Dak will be benched
0: not because of injury though He not will actually be benched three.
1: I think he will be benched because I do not believe in the I'm having under a lot le- or under single digit interceptions all through training camp. He's been throwing interceptions to his own play pool and the people know what's coming or they but I mean they don't really know what's coming at the same time they kind well anyway, he's throwing, he's doing terrible and they're terrible throws. Let's mm-hmm. just put it that way. Yeah. And you can see him in training camp and they're really bad. So my prediction Is that Trey Lance will somehow start, and they want to see what they get out of Trey Lance because I don't think that Prescott's the future. So
0: that's my frozen hot day. It's interesting. Uh, I don't have it here now, um, but I saw something, uh, two different things actually, of Dak Prescott because this is you know you're not the only person saying this, and I think that this is becoming more of a more of a belief here since that trade. And yep. but I saw two things. Uh Dak Prescott compared to Tom Brady in his first nope, seven terrible. or seven or eight years. Did you see that?
1: Nope, I did not, but really, that's a thing.
0: Well, yeah, numbers wise, Dak Prescott is way better. Now he doesn't have the Super Bowl wins, but the actual like touchdown the interception ratio, the amount of yards, completion percentage, all those things are better for Dak Prescott in his first seven or eight years. And he's also much better than Peyton Manning was. And it's for seven or eight years. Yeah. So again, this is statistically what we're talking about, and we know that statistics right. don't win super, win super Bowls. So um, I just thought okay. it was interesting that, you know, myself included, ridiculed Dak a lot for not getting it done. And statistically, he's doing it. But it is a different era, you know, the era of Brady and Manning, especially in early on in their career. Again, the first eight years, it's the beginning of Dak's career compared to the beginning of both of their careers. Um In the beginning of their careers, were completely different. It was a completely different league than it is now, and so of course the numbers are going to be a bit inflated. But I just found it interesting how um, how that works. But again, I'm definitely not going to push back on your take there because uh, I I wouldn't say I would jump on board with that wagon, but I definitely wouldn't be surprised if he got benched.
1: Sure. Yeah. I yeah. I think I think there's there they there's a reason why they traded for Trey Lance and do
0: you do you want that as an Eagles fan do you want Trey Lance to play how do you feel
1: about that I mean I enjoy watching Dak Prescott as the quarterback of the Cowboys because (laughs) they can't get very far with him um even though like when Dak Prescott plays they I think they do beat the Eagles but they can't get past like the first round in the playoffs so Mm -hmm. um the Eagles seem to beat uh last year I believe it was Cooper Rush and Benucci that the Eagles meet. Yeah. But uh but hey, you know what? Oh yeah. In the next game, um it was the Eagles lost to the to the Cowboys. Dak Prescott did play, but uh Hurts did not. It was Oh, who was our right. backup quarterback. Uh, uh Gardner Minshew lost. Oh yeah. So How did we've we actually had never we never had an like uh, a a Jalen Hurts Dak Prescott I think game.
0: So wow. we'll
1: maybe, maybe it'll happen this year. Please
0: yeah, us. that'll be it. That's interesting. I didn't know that. All right. I'll jump into my first one here. My number one hot take here is, by the way, these were hard to come up with this year. I felt like last year were, yes. were easy. This year feels much harder. I don't, you felt agreed. the same thing?
1: I, I absolutely agreed. Yeah, I felt like I was about.
0: grasping for straws here a little bit. So I came up with some ones that I felt like were creative that, that I sort of... We'll hang my hat on. Um, Number one, Chase Young will be in the playoffs this year, but not with the Commanders. Um, I think that he gets traded at some point in time throughout the year. We talked about this a little bit in our last podcast. I happen to believe he'll get traded, and I think he gets traded to a contender. So I looked up a little bit um, of defenses. Um, Commanders play a 4-3 defense. Now their scheme is a little Mm -hmm. bit creative because they have three safety set and whatnot. Um, not a whole lot of teams do that, but nonetheless, it's a 4-3. That's what the front seven play. Um, just some yeah. contenders that I have making the playoffs this year that are, play a 4-3 defense um, that that could make that that can make this move. One would be the Chiefs, the Jets, the Bengals, the Bills, the Eagles, Saints, 49ers, or Panthers. Um, So all eight of those teams, I think, could make a run. And they should. All eight of them should make a run at Chase Young because he's super cheap for one year. I think you can probably land him for a third or second round pick. And he has top end first round talent for at least a year to help get that Super Bowl win and then depending on yeah. how he plays maybe you re-sign him or maybe you just let him hit free agency but if I were any of those teams outside of maybe the Panthers because the Panthers aren't quite there yet right and the Saints right. aren't quite there yet but those other teams if they're looking to make a move and a splash um, I think that I think that they should make a move for Chase Young. For
1: reason, the first team that came along I thought about the Ravens The Ravens, for some reason, are the team that I could see trading for him.
0: Well, the Ravens play a 3 4, so he'd have to transition to an outside linebacker role and, like, rush from his feet as opposed to, you know, three, three, you know, hand on the ground. But
1: I don't, he just feels like a Raven. I don't know why. He just, he just feels like a Raven. But yeah, you're probably, I mean, the scheme wise probably doesn't fit him, but.
0: Yeah, yeah, but he's still young, so he can still adjust, right? It's just that you kind of want that seamless sort of just pull him in and get after the quarterback. Yeah, hey, your one job is to just get after the quarterback, go get them, Um, yep. and and throw him in there, win a Super Bowl with him. So I wouldn't be surprised. I, I mean, mean, putting them together with Von yeah, Miller and the Bills, yeah. that'd be good.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Uh, also, Von Miller is out. I think he said he's out for the first four games potentially, mm. with being on the uh, physically unable to perform list. Um, that's, I think that's what I heard, I believe. Um, so, I mean, if you trade for him now, he can be your main rusher and then Vaughn comes back. You're going to have two those guys on each side. That's scary. Right. Yep. Yeah.
0: All right. You're number two?
1: My number two, Devontae Smith. I mentioned this in the other one. Devontae Smith will lead the Eagles in receiving this year. Uh, I I believe in this guy. This guy is scary good. His route running is scary good. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel that he's, and this is his breakout year. I mean, he's had great years. He's been like, he had the most ability receiving as a rookie. Last year, he had a great year with AJ Brown on, on the opposite side of him. And you, and I just think he's just getting better and better. And people can't really stop him. Like they, they just can't. The only problem is, is that there's too many weapons on the team. Yeah, That's not a problem. That's a good thing. I'm not saying that's a problem problem for him in stats wise mm-hmm. that's that's the only problem but that's it i mean but i i do that's my that's my take is that Devontae smith will lead the lead or lead the eagles in receiving
0: yeah and that sounds like it's more yeah. so a compliment to Devontae smith than it is maybe a slight to aj brown because you think he's gonna have a that's great a, year still correct. right
1: i still think he's gonna have a phenomenal year Both. i can see it being 1400 yards and 1200 yards or right who knows? They might each get fifteen hundred yards. Right. But then you, but I mean, but then adding all the running backs that they have, they're going to run it potentially even more. And with Jalen Hurts is running. I don't know, dude. I like you can predict stuff with this team, but I you never know what's going to happen. Right. Absolutely not.
0: I like that one. I mean, I th- I love the route I feel I feel like these route running. Uh, you know, ten years ago we were looking at like the Calvin Johnsons, the Julio Jones, these big frame receivers that were dominating corners, yep. right? I feel like now yep. we have sort of this influx of the Cooper Cups, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Smith, you know, yep. Calvin Ridley, you know, these sort of small, just very precise route runners. You know, Ad- Antonio Brown was probably the beginning of that. Um, guys who just kill you with the route running. And um, yep. I, I, yeah. And I, I don't it What's up? Yeah, he's fast.
1: Yeah, He's fast and he's not, he's not afraid of anything. Like I listened to him on the Pivot podcast and then he just like, there's no fear. Yeah. Like there's no fear in him. So
0: well, he's, I'm like, he's more vocal than I thought. I always thought he was more of a quiet guy. Like just watching hey, him play. Sure. He seemed Absolutely. quiet. He's very vocal.
1: Yeah, he, he is. He, he lets his mouth he lets his mouth go. He said he doesn't trash talk very much though. Yeah. He, he said he just lets us play, do all the trash talking. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, I, I like the Smith this year.
0: Interesting. All right. Well, we'll stay in Pennsylvania and we'll stay with, the wide receiver position. I am predicting that George Pickens finishes with a thousand yards and 10 touchdowns this year. Um, Okay. I think this is going to be a year. This guy I've been saying it for, I think, well, he was a rookie last year, right? Um, So since before he got drafted though, I remember specifically talking to Chris Beniquez, he's a big Steelers fan. I hated when the Steelers drafted Pickens um, because he is a number one period. Um, When you watch him play, he is just the number one uh, on this team, even though stats don't show it yet. I think Pickett figures it out a little bit this year and becomes more accurate, better decision making with the football. I felt like he showed a lot of signs last year. Um, We talked about this a little bit as well uh, on our last episode. Um, But I think that a lot of, um, again, I don't think that he breaks like 100 uh, catches or you know, even 85 catches or anything crazy like that, but I think he's going to be a guy who sure. look out for 40-yard touchdowns, 80-yard touchdowns, sort of like these big 30-yard catches, just jump ball in the end zone. Pickens is going to come down with those balls, and it's going to e- yep. equal a lot of touchdowns. It's going to equal a lot of yards, and I think he goes for a thousand and ten. Um, so that's my they look second. Good one
1: good in the preseason. That connection looked good in the preseason. So yeah. see if they can keep it going.
0: Well, if you look up highlights, I mean, he had he had. I'd say at least five to 10 catches last year where he made just incredible catches, um, but his foot was out of bounds or um, something happened or called back for a holding or something like that, where it never hit the stat sheet. But I mean, the catch was just, that's why I'm saying like this guy
1: phenomenal. Yeah. yeah,
0: You can't just look at the numbers. You have to watch him. And he, he is just, he is a number. I wouldn't be surprised if he's top five in the league in the next five years or so. Um, maybe mm-hmm. even just a few years or whatever, but this, this guy is as good as they come. Wow. Bold. Yeah. Uh, all right. You're number three.
1: Number three. We're going back to Dallas. Oh. Um, oh. Micah Parsons breaks the sack record. Now an official D end as his new position, and he is rushing that quarterback. No one can stop him. Mm-hmm. Literally, like, I mean, there's only one person, Lane Johnson, so we we don't have to. We can keep going. We don't have to talk about that anymore. But <laughs> he will. He will. I think he will break the sack record. Uh, Dan Quinn is going to give him any possibility to get one on one. I mean, people are going to try to double team him. Obviously, I think that's going to happen. But he will beat whoever is one on one with him, and I think he will break the. What was it? Is it Strahan that has it? and one other
0: person that had the 22 and a half sacks. Yeah, I mean, TJ Watt had it 2 years ago, but he did T.J. it Watt? he did it in 15 games straight hand and took him 16. So
1: Right. Yeah, I, I think uh, yeah, I think I think that record's going to get broken this year by Michael Parsons.
0: Hmm. Yep. Well, I, again, on paper, it, although I think Parsons, he has yet to even get 14 sacks in a year yet. I think he had 13 and 13 and a half or something like that his first two years so he would have to to get 10 more sacks yeah yeah
1: he would have to but get they 10 kept more. dropping him back last year they kept dropping him back into coverage and i mean obviously you can't really get sacks when you drop him back in coverage and i i think that this this year i think he's hungry for it and i think he's gonna get it
0: right okay. so i want
1: him to absolutely not but hey here we go
0: I was gonna get on you here but I realized I had the wrong team Myers we had a fantasy draft last night for yep. the our, I, I'll call it the Florida League it's for, uh for for the, the the folks down in Florida um, your family and, and friends down there and so we had a yep. fantasy draft and there was two team Myers one was you one was your brother and um, I just kept on seeing 10 uh, team Myers taking Cowboys. And it turned out to be Darren, <laughs> not you. I thought it was you. And I'm like, dude, what is up with he, these Cowboys? He got Dak and yeah, Tony Pollard.
1: No way. Dude, no way. That's not me. But he came <laughs> back. Darren Tech, Darren Tech goes, stupid auto pick. He picked... <laughs> he picked uh, <laughs> It picked Daniel Jones as his quarterback and it picked Dak Prescott as his quarterback. He said he didn't <laughs> want either one of them. But uh he he had it he had somewhere to be. But he he did. He ended up picking up Tony Pollard. So
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no way, dude. I can't put it da- I can't put a cowboy on my team. No way.
0: Yep. All right. Well let's uh let's finish up here. My third hot take, frozen hot take, is uh, Lamar Jackson. So Lamar Jackson has five 300-yard passing games in his entire career, only five. I think that he has five or more this year alone. Um, Heyo. Yep. So I think you picked. I think I think this is one that you could probably rob. You picked Did you pick Lamar being your MVP? Is that right?
1: I pick. I pick Lamar MVP, and I pick Zay Jones as my dark horse. Yes. Rookie of the year. That's so. right.
0: Yep. Yep. So, this this is one that you'll probably jump on board with. But I was surprised. I thought about it. I was like, oh, man, like, I I, I really think that Lamar is going to develop as a passer this year, which doesn't please me to say that. But I think he will. I, I just think that, you know, with those weapons around there, I don't think it's going to be big, you know, 30 yard passes downfield. I think it's going to be a little dink and dunks where, you know, Odell Beckham, Zay Flowers, all you know, Mark Andrews, all these guys can sort of dominate with yards out to the catch. And so I think that's what it's yeah. gonna be. Um, and I think that, that that'll take him to, you know, th- you know, five or more three hundred yard games where he does the same amount this year that he has done in his entire career.
1: Wow. Man, I stayed in the NFC East and picked two from my rival teams. You picked two of your rival teams. Yeah. Oh man.
0: Yeah, I did pick, uh, two of the rival teams. Uh, I was going to go TJ Watt. Um, and I decided not to, but I would not be surprised if TJ Watt broke the sack record. Um, my, my bold to, uh, you know, what? I'll pu- I'll put this on. Um, I, I th- 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 these are two things, two extras I'll give you. And these are both AFC North. Um, th- these I'm not as committed to as these ones I gave you here now, but I would say that Miles Garrett has a good chance to break the sack record. Um, because of Zedaria Smith coming in town. Miles Garrett has the oh. most sacks over the past three seasons in the NFL. And now Zedaria Smith is in there so that Miles Garrett statistically is also the most double team player in the league. And so you can't really double-team him as much when you have Zedaria Smith, who's a Pro Bowl pass rusher off the other end. Um, so I, I think that he could break the sack record. And then also I think that TJ Watt could, I don't know if he'll break the sack record, but I think he can get to 20 sacks and if he does do that, he will be the only player with multiple seasons of 20-plus sacks outside of his brother, J.J. Watt.
1: That Watt family is a different breed. Yeah.
0: So, Nuts. we'll see. But that's fun. Uh, when it, Depending on when you're listening to this, uh, Thursday night, NFL kickoff. We're pumped. And this weekend, enjoy your Woo! Sunday football. Brandon, we got to let you get back to work. We went a little overtime time here. Um, yeah. But we'll let you get back to work.
1: All righty. All right. We'll thanks, see man.
0: You see ya. Yep. Well, we stopped the recording, and now brand I'm, I just started recording again, because <laughs> Brandon springs a bet on me after I hit stop. And yeah, but I don't
1: know what for.
0: We don't know what for. We'll think about it. I, okay. What's the go. bet?
1: Micah Parsons. I got Micah Parsons having more sacks than TJ Watt this year.
0: Oh, I'll take that in a heartbeat. I'll You'll take, take, I'll take uh, TJ Watt in a heartbeat.
1: Watch TJ watt's gonna get five in
0: the first week we have to we have to plan for injury though. we have to plan for plan. injury right so as long as long do as we? they all play
1: uh,
0: well let's not let's just do it okay let's we'll do it let's just do TJ Watt versus Michael Parsons and what happens if
1: we, oh, I have no
0: idea we'll come up with it
1: we'll come up with it we'll yep, come up with it we'll,
0: we'll have it for our next episode we will have the punishment if you will For the loser of that bet, I'm good with that. Sure.
1: All right. Sounds good.
0: (laughs) All right. Get back to work.
1: All right. We'll see you. We'll
0: see you.